right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, Elevated Friendship. How do you feel about all this going on? Now, I'm going to tell you how I feel, but how do you feel? Let's make it plain. All right, so yes, let's make it plain. Uh, Welcome back to the Make It Wayne Plain Wayne podcast. And I want to talk about, you know, She-Hulk a little bit. So yeah, we've got this, you know, new episode dropping, uh, you know, today and, you know, any other day that we're dropping anything from, you know, Disney Plus is always huge. It's always fun. And, you know, we've got all these amazing and fun, you know, shows to watch and and shows to look at. Um, But I, I couldn't help but just speak to, you know, some of these criticisms that I've seen, you know, over the last couple of months with like shows, movies, all that, um, which is number one, we're spoiled. <laughs> we're spoiled and you are living in nerd heaven right now. I mean, look at who your entertainers are right now. Disney Plus is full of the, the regular Disney content of princesses and magic and, you know, Uh, Mary Poppins and all that, you know, jazz. And then there's Star Wars. Like, come on. Star Wars. That's that's nerd heaven right there. Then Marvel. Come on. Right. You are living in nerd heaven right now. Where like these comic books that were once, you know, kind of stashed and and, and pushed away as like the the taboo thing that you didn't want your kids reading. Like that was taboo. <laughs> um, now they're being made into full productions and, and shows. So we are so spoiled right now. And I, I feel like we're so spoiled right now that a lot of people think they deserve to hyper uh, uh, criticize these shows and movies. When in reality, my third point, you didn't create anything. If you're a content creator, simply from scratch, like you understand how hard it is to pull in an audience, to pull in people, but just simply setting, you know, a head on a block and taking a baseball bat to it, to me, that doesn't really make me value your opinion. That doesn't really make me value what you're saying because you're so good at trashing these uh, billion dollar works um if it's so trashy if it's so horrible why are you still watching it or is that who you really are do you simply exist to criticize to slam and 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 put through uh, your machine of slander all the things that come out i mean star wars star trek uh uh serenity uh Think what was it? Serenity, uh, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, um, everything, everywhere, always. I can't remember. Stranger Things, Back to the Future, Judge Dredd, uh, Star Wars. I already said Star Wars, I thought. Predator, Aliens, um, Dune, okay. Um, I mean, and the list goes on, you know, it's kind of like. I hate to say it this way, but if you're slamming this content, which everybody's going to be like, nerd, nerd alert, 
Uh, who's going to promote it? Because <laughs> the second you give that energy too much wind, the NFL is going to say no. The NBA is going to say no, even though 80% of the you know guys in the NBA love Dragon Ball Z. Um, go ahead. Keep that same energy because that tunnel that you just crawled out of where you wanted to prove that you were somebody – you're gonna have to. You're forcing yourself back into it by slamming and criticizing other nerd work. Like, what is that? So you're being exactly like the people you've been trash talking and downing all this time. <laughs> Come on now. Like, how much sense does that make? So yeah, these mouth breathers. You know, Stranger Things. You know, these mouth breathers. Barely have an IQ. Just They just move everything with their muscle and give a little bit of thought. They can barely wipe. So you're going to trash talk them for how mean and, 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 and how nasty they are and how much they bully you know, their way through things, but always get the pretty girl. And then those same mean and nasty behaviors, you're going to throw those on to some other creator, director, producer, um, just because we're not seeing page for page accuracy toward the source material so whatever aside from all that just had to get that off my chest and say that we are spoiled with she hulk we are getting a chance to in a disney plus version to meet a marvel character uh uh, we didn't get like we didn't get this kind of introduction you know, to our other characters. Now, I loved the Netflix Marvel world. I loved walking through the the day in and day out with Jessica Jones. She had her own atmosphere, own own swag, own story. Um, I loved the new uh, uh, wind and reprise that they gave to Daredevil. Thought that was just super dope. Walking through this, walking through Hell's Kitchen with him. Um, I loved the Luke Cage uh, two seasons. Absolutely loved them. Um, the, the second one was way better than the first. Iron Fist, same thing. Once he was done being annoying and, and telling everybody he was an Iron Fist, like that second season, dope. Like, I mean, it did give me a lot of, you know, Last Dragon vibes, you know, Leroy Green and Show Enough. Who's the master? Show Enough. It did give me a lot of those vibes, um, but still dope. I mean, that's flattery or, or what is it? Uh, uh, imitation is the uh, respect to the original. <laughs> uh, and I, I know I said it backwards, but yeah, imitation the, is, is a flattery is. Um, you know what I'm trying to say? Imitation is the uh, whatchamacallit of the original um, respect, flirting, um, um, you know, appreciation to the original. Uh, but yeah, then once you get done with them, and then you have like Daredevil and Punisher, um, you get to slide on over to what Disney Plus had created with WandaVision. We know those two characters. I feel like we know those two characters pretty well. That's fine. Um, then Falcon and Winter Soldier, dope. Um, we knew of them. We didn't get the the background like we got in this show, which was pretty deep. Um, the way we start off with uh, the Winter Soldier, 
with Bucky, I wasn't ready for that. And then we we're doing the altar work. We're doing the incense and honoring a family member that's been lost. And he knows that he's the reason why that family member was lost. So, uh, then Loki, um, amazing, <laughs> like simply amazing. Um, yes, we know Loki is shifty and he's a bad guy and, and all this and all that, but, um, there's like, I don't know, like 30 or 40 Netflix uh, documentaries on serial killers and bad guys right now. I don't know what the obsession is in this country with serial killers and bad guys, but there seem to continuously be bulk uh, 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 numbers of them um, to to study and learn from. Um, just dope, right? So we're getting this deeper perspective uh, uh, of these gentlemen. I'm sorry, of these characters. Um, so, yeah, we we knew of them and we knew them, you know, pretty well. Uh, but then once we get to Hawkeye, OK, you don't know and love Hawkeye the way you know and love Captain America, the way you know and love Iron Man. So it wasn't that they force fed uh, uh, Hawkeye and younger Hawkeye, um, which she was great that Haley, she was great. Um, they had a two really great actors to tell the story. <laughs> That's where like you gotta sit down and chill. You gotta sit down and chill. They had two really great actors to tell the story. Now, by the time you get to Eternals, where you don't know them at all, unless you've been a, a, a solid comic book fan. That's where people really had to backpedal, and all that criticism ensued. And I was just like, "What? What? What happened?" Like Marvel told a story, they always tell stories, and I thought it was fun. Um, but yeah, when you get your movie and you get a chance to direct and produce, I want to see what you can do. Um, and then you've got to go through that script and make us like it and make money. But by the time we get to Moon Knight, okay, Moon Knight. I didn't know who Spectre was. I had only seen and heard of him before. By the time we get to Kamala Khan and and that rich walk through this culture, uh, I didn't know her. And, and she's awesome character. She's new, but she's an awesome character. So now that we get She-Hulk, like Moon Knight, uh, Kamala Khan, you know, the, the uh, uh, you know, Miss Marvel and She-Hulk, like. You know, I'm begging, begging to see these characters bump into some of my other characters, which I kind of got my wish at the end of, of Miss Marvel. Um, but I can't wait. And so with this show, the thing that was so funny was from the opening, it, they kind of got me. They, they got me chuckling because, you know, she basically gives the line. I know you're not going to focus on all this lawyer stuff. So let me go to the Hulk and kind of wrap this up and explain what's going on. The fact that she had to said say that made me feel like the biggest idiot in the world because I'm like, oh yeah, because I'm gonna be a ten year old with my you know Hulk toy out, Hulk smash. Oh, when do I get to see the Hulk? You know, you're gonna. Oh, when do I get to let's Hulk out right now? Like you, I hate to say it, but we're so microwave. We're so fast food. We couldn't even take the time to to watch this lawyer be a real hero. We couldn't even take the time to, you know, I don't know, at least establish 
for one episode who she is without the gamma radiation in her blood. Like, we couldn't just get to know her. And we did get to know uh, Jennifer Walters. We did get to know her, um, you know, through the the scenes one-on-one with, you know, her cousin, Bruce, which I thought was amazing. But I had to chuckle at the fact that she was actually talking to me and everybody in America that can't wait. They just got to see a Hulk. Why? Like, why? <laughs> so, and I don't know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, why rush it? I don't know who's, who the She-Hulk villains are. So, you know, why rush it? You know, let's build a good story. And they did. They did. Um, but I, I had to also chuckle at Bruce Banner's fear of, you know, poor preparation and, you know, what he went through. Um, that reminded me of every dad and male you know, that that lacks that depth of understanding what women really are. Um, we can care. We can try. We can be girl dads. We can be great husbands. We can do all that. But we're not women. Um, it, it does take someone that is more feminine to really understand how women think. So I won't be disrespectful and say that there aren't, you know, feminine men or men that understand women better than a straight man. But, you know, when you're <laughs> lugging around your beef jerky and your, your you know, macho man Randy Savage shirt and being, you know, Mr. You know, straight man, um, we do miss some things. And that's perspective that, you know, you have to take your own time to grow in. You've got to be better. You've got to learn and grow. And I saw Bruce Banner go from hammering the fear and hammering the rules into her of the way things have to be to understanding that like you didn't have anybody to help you do all this. Just like there's a lot of, you know, people out in the world that don't have anybody to help them be them, but it doesn't have to be this in a box set of rules and and all that, unless we've had, I don't know, 80 hulks, (laughs) then by then it's kind of clearly defined. There's yellow hulks and green hulks and blue hulks and, you know, whole Avenger teams of hulks, you know, that we've seen in some uh, cartoons. So, or, and, and comics. Um, So yeah, it was really cool to see him be that big cousin, that big bro energy. Um, Because yeah, it's like, you're trying to put her in a box that you haven't been in. Like the box of the raging Hulk is just for him. The box of this Hulk, she Hulk that has a little bit different characteristics and triggers and desires. Um, that's, that's something of a whole nother ball game. Um, and, and when we get to the, I'm always angry scene, I used to think that was the coolest thing. Um, back when, Bruce Banner turned into the Hulk saying he's always angry. Well, um, I mean, just based on comparison, listen to this, you know, discussion. um, Women are just going to go through it a lot more than men, um, especially depending on that specific woman. If you're talking to her and she never gets, you know, catcalled or, you know, has those issues, you know, inside or, you know, has those things going on, she doesn't. But if you're talking to a woman that lives in the city as she is, that's going through the experiences that she is. Um, you have to take time and sit and listen. Like as a man, you just have to sit and listen. Like, wow, 
that's a whole lot more. You're targeted a whole lot more than me, and you didn't ask for that. So just like she didn't ask to be She-Hulk, she didn't ask for men to treat her that way. Um, and, and then when women get to the bathroom scene, I'm, I did love that as well. I love seeing them come to her aid and help her. Um, everything they said, like everything they said, every word, it was just so healing and selfless the way they helped her and gave her shoes and told her, you don't have to let him or you don't have to let her treat you like this. So, and, and my buddy, Steve, he cleared it up really well. These two things, which, and, and by the way, Mr. Ridiculous got a shout out to him, hit him up anytime. Great podcast, great services, um, great talks. Um, I thought it was the smart Holt blood that made her a little bit more flexible mentally and a little, give her a little bit more control. And it, it, it wasn't the smart Holt blood as, as Steve had explained to me, it was less gamma radiation. Um, you know, Bruce Banner could have very well died, but that gamma radiation attached to him and because of his blood and because of his DNA, he was able to partner with it and become what we know today. Um, but she she had less gamma radiation in her blood. She didn't take the full blast like like he did. So thank you to Steve for explaining that and her being the the first one to break the fourth wall or or longer than Deadpool. She's been breaking the fourth wall longer than Deadpool. So it'd be kind of funny to see them kind of, you know, chat it out, talk it out, um, which, you know, we'll get to. Um, but just overall, happy with this show. Happy to see where it goes. These shows are are really just cranking it up. And big ups to uh, the young lady. I can't remember her name right now. The fitness uh, 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 personality, the bodybuilder that they've worked with to get the physique for She-Hulk. I can't find her name right now. I'll get it. I'm going to tag her in in my podcast. Um, But yeah, like dope. Last but not least, we've got villains and relationships. There is no way, okay, this is Disney Plus. There is no way they're going to show in detail who (laughs) the She-Hulk gets to know quote unquote, if you know what I mean in a a biblical sense, Um, they're not going to show that and show all of it. Um, I know we're going to see some villains. I don't know her as villains, but this is this is kind of the fun part. I'm not going to lie. Like, I haven't seen Sandman yet. The DC product Sandman. I will. Um, I love some good DC, Um, but I don't have to know all these characters to like them. And let's be honest. At what age do we find out about a lot of these characters? We're usually pretty young um, when we find out about these characters. Um, we dress up as these characters for Halloween. And as we get older, our knowledge and understanding of them gets older, as do the artists, as do the writers. So the writing and the art gets a little bit more intelligent and sophisticated, where we start to see muscle striations and fingertips and uh, eye color and, and and facial expressions and outfits and and backstories. Um, so, you know, on that note, that's why I say we're spoiled. We're so spoiled. We've got so much material. We've been given a stage. And that stage didn't really even exist before Blade. It didn't really exist before, you know, those first shows that didn't quite do too well. The Captain America show, the Fantastic Four show. Um, 
you know, we had like a Spider-Man in Tokyo. There was Spider-Man and Friends, the cartoon. And then there was the X-Men cartoon, which I would say was a great pre-stage, but nothing like what we're seeing on screen. We had to go through all that black leather of the X-Men and all those failed Marvel projects that people trashed. But I was okay with them. I was like, okay, let's just keep let's just keep going. Keep going. You know, humble beginnings. Right. You know, fantastic forward Chris Evans and (laughs) with Chris Evans and Michael B. Jordan as the, you know, human torch. Um, So we had those fantastic fours. We had Daredevil. Um, I mean, we had, you know, the Punisher films. Uh, You know, we had a lot, you know, Elektra, um, Blade 3, Lord help us. Um, They tried. They did. They did. uh, They did great in the things they did great with. But when people slapped them down and and just didn't like it, they just didn't like it. So that's why I say we're spoiled. Um, You don't have to like everything. But if that's all, if that's your superpower is hypercriticism. Uh, when you won't produce anything of your own merit, of your own mind, and produce and run it and direct it. I can't really listen to you. I'm sorry. Um, that's an echo chamber. But yeah, as for these villains and relationships, I'm excited to see where they'll go because this is new territory. It's fun and new. Um, and yeah, so we'll see. But hey, I love you all. Hope you love me back. I will be watching this next episode with you. Can't wait to recap afterwards. Um, uh, And yeah, see you soon.